Warning, this episode contains explicit content. Please proceed with caution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Sex Talk. I am your host, Romeo. We all have different ways of expressing love. You might be the type of person that expresses affection or communicates love with compliments, or you're the type of person that rather spend quality time. It could be that you express love by showering a person with gifts, or you might be the person that expresses love via physical touch. These five examples are the five love languages, according to Gary Chapman, author of The Five Love Languages. On this week's episode, we break down what are the five languages and its importance. Okay, so before we dive into the five love languages, I just want to give you guys all a little background. So this book was published in 1992, and before actually writing the book, uh, Gary Chapman actually began noticing patterns in couples when he was when he was counseling them. He realized that the couples were misunderstanding each other's needs. This is what actually led him to come up with the five love languages, which are ways that people in relationships express their love. And here are the five uh, love languages, okay? The first one is words of affirmation. Quality time is the second one. The third one, physical touch. The fourth one, acts of service. And the fifth one is receiving gifts. Okay, so let's start with the first one, words of affirmation. So words of affirmation is all about expressing affection through spoken words, praises, or appreciation. When this is someone's primary love language, they enjoy kind words and encouragement, uplifting quotes, love notes, and cute text messages is those individuals that they love texting little cute things or memes or they're just very communicative. Uh, you can make this person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well. So the interesting thing about words of um, words of affirmation is it, this is actually the most common love language that within the five love languages, and it's the only love language that revolves around verbal expression. So words of affirmation are words that communicate your love, appreciation, and respect for one another. They're, for sure, I just want to emphasize here, they're positive words and phrases used to uplift someone. It's not the negative thing that happens or what people say. It's just, remember, it's the positive. And what's more is that these compliments and words of encouragement don't have to be said directly to the person. It's sim- it's a simple handwritten note that you can do, saying that you appreciate the little things that they do. People who give and receive love through, let's say, for example, like, like uh, words of affirmation, they tend to be the people who notice and care about the details in other people's lives. So, for example, uh, they might be the first to notice their partner's new haircut. They might also remember to ask the neighbor how their sick dog was doing. Or they may even remember to ask the cashier at the local supermarket if, they, if they're feeling any better. They're the, they're the, those 
whose primary love language is words of affirmation, they often are very sensitive and aware of their surroundings. They are encouragers, okay? So um, who know just about what to say and how to make others feel better. They are hoping that you can do the same for them. This is what's so important about that because if it's the most common love language, it's the one that we need to really understand, not the main one, but we need to understand that. And here's just a few examples of words of affirmation. It's the one that person that says, I appreciate it when you do this for me. You know, everything's better when you're here. I like being with you. I'm so lucky to be with you. You know, things like that. Words of affirmation can also be important in other uh, types of interpersonal relationships. Because remember, it's all about communication here. So, for example, you might use a different type of positive affirmation to show kindness and gratitude towards your family members, friends or boss or coworkers. Okay? The benefits about words of affirmation is after using affirmation effect in an effective way, for a person who tends to place, let's say, for example, a great deal of importance on what their partner is saying, hearing words of affirmation can help them feel valued, satisfied, happy in the relationship. And we must understand that using words of affirmation in your relationship, it, it strengthens the communication between you and your partner. This goes out to everybody, okay? So you are, we have to understand that it strengthens the communication, but we're specifically showing our partners that you notice and you appreciate them. When your partner feels appreciated, they are likely to express a deeper satisfaction, correct? We can all agree with that. So offering words of affirmation can help nurture emotional intimacy. This is what's very important when we know that the, our significant others, their love language is words of affirmation. It's the emotional intimacy that they're looking for, which plays a crucial role in relationships across, all across. And here's the thing is... Um, Receiving words of affirmation, I mean, it can help someone feel a great sense of self-worth and motivate people as well. Because if you notice if your partner is making an extra effort on a special project or on their appearance, you might just offer them an encouraging word or something. And that will do so much for that person. It, it boosts people's spirit, the person's spirit. And it's it shows that you appreciate it and, and, and they notice that. And we just, I just want to recap this. Like words of affirmation can be an effective way to improve communication, express appreciation, deep intimacy, remember, and increase self-esteem. And if your love, I mean, if, if the love, if your partner's love language is words of affirmation, it feels amazing when your partner delivers a positive if you give your partner a positive note or or sending them a loving a loving message because because it, it just it's what makes them feel valued and when your partner offers for example words of affirmation let them know that their words make you feel good don't just say thank you try saying like i love it when you tell me what you what great job i'm doing we all like compliments and this is what the good thing about people who with words of affirmation, they're very, very good at communicating and telling us positive things that will uplift us. 
So when we respond with gratitude, your partner will most likely be encouraged to continue offering you words of affirmation. And that is how they communicate. And here's the thing that I want to emphasize too. How do I, if let's say, let's say you're not, we'll, we'll dive into the rest, but let's say you speak a different love language. How, what are the tips that we can use when dealing with someone with words of, uh, 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 someone that's love language is words of affirmation. We have to remember this, okay? We have to be authentic. People who have words of affirmation as their primary language have a nose for false platitudes, okay? So be sure that when we're dealing with them, we have to be genuinely authentic when talking with them. You want to be sure, we want to be sure that um, what we're saying to them is coming from a place, it's coming from the heart. Because if you're making stuff up, they're going to be able to tell. It's their love language. You cannot fool them. Just as like, we'll see, like when we we know what love language we speak, so we're in tune to that and we know when people are being insincere and when we're not. And here's another thing too. We have to be empathetic. When it comes to words of affirmation, it's crucial that the partner realizes that we recognize how they feel, especially if they are feeling down. So show empathy for your partner. Think about what it would be like if you walk in, in their shoes and demonstrate that you know how they feel. So this leads into the next one. We have to show appreciation. Usually people who feel fulfilled by positive words and comments will thrive when people recognize and appreciate what they do. And honestly, just saying I love you a lot, especially uh, with people whose primary language is like words of affirmation, never gets, they never get tired of hearing it. Um, and, you know, be cute. Mail them a love letter. Post a note in the bathroom mirror. Give them a shout out. Point out their strength. Like dial, like dial it up. Like, you know, like, like just, just you want to utilize words of affirmation and focus on being authentic, appreciative, and empathetic. Let your partner know how much you care and you don't, and, and that you're not really, you got to show them you, you're, you're not afraid to put your feelings into writing. And that is what's important. And um, how do you make this a habit? I think that's one of the things that people try. I think, uh, I feel like with people who are with words of affirmation, pet names, try a pet name. Perhaps it can be, it can begin each other's conversation, you know, like having a pet name, be just, I'm just throwing this out there. You know, these terms of endearment may sound corny to a lot of people, but for people whose love language is words of affirmation, it's, they feel special. And guys, we have to be authentic. We have to be ourselves and try not to put too much pressure on yourselves or say things that you don't feel. Just give yourself permission to be your authentic self and share what you appreciate about your partner. And remember one thing, offer encouragement. Words of affirmation don't just have to be expressions of gratitude. It could be compliments or compliments. They can be also focused on words that encourage your partner when they express their interest in something or share their goals with you or let them or they let you know what they believe. These are the things that how we can bridge the connection and and learn how to interact with our significant other, especially if they're words of affirmation. All right, the next one is quality time. People whose love language is quality time 
we got to remember this because we know those people out there. Oh, I love quality time, spending quality time. They feel actually most adored um, when their partner is actively, they actively, they're act, they're, when their partner actually spends time with them and it's always down to hang out. They particularly love when you're actively listening, you're making eye contact, and you're fully present and you fully prioritize the, the, this, this moment, the quality time. This love language is all about giving your undivided attention. Keyword here, people with quality time, undivided attention to that one special person without any distractions of the television, the phone, the computer, or any other outside interference. They have a strong desire to just actively spend time with their significant other and they just want to have meaningful conversations or sharing recreational activities. This is really key. And here's the thing. We, not, we don't only need to not just set aside time for your partner, but we also have to be intentional about how we are spending that time. It's okay if you don't share the same love language as your partner. Don't be surprised if these efforts seem a little bit just unnatural at first. It's all okay. It's, there's a learning curve here. With time and effort, guys, this is all going to be like easy peasy. And here's a, th a couple of fits. How, how do you give your partner quality time if you don't speak this language? Well, these people, remember, when it comes to quality time, eye contact, guys, ladies, and everybody in between folks, is the gateway to loving your quality time partner. In fact, actually maintaining eye contact tells your partner that they have your full attention, which will make them feel loved and loved, important, and understood. And most importantly, it just communicates that you care about what they have to say. And when you, it, so if you are distracted and scrolling through your phone while your partner is talking about their day or they're going to feel so small. They're going to feel like you don't care about what they have to say by extension that you don't care anything about. You don't, you don't care. And the key thing here is to be, we have to be active listeners because active listening is one of the most important uh, things when it comes to the, the, the understanding their love language. And this is very hard for many people because it doesn't come naturally. Instead, most people, what do they do? They go into their thoughts. They, they, they talk about their, 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 their thoughts and opinions more than they think about their partners. When a quality time partner are talking, try to follow these advice. Focus on what they're saying. Lean in slightly. Affirm what they're saying. Ask thoughtful questions. Avoid trying to be... First of all, avoid trying to offer any advice unless they ask for it. Just try putting yourself in their shoes or thinking about how you might feel in that same situation because people whose love language is quality time are more interested in feeling understood. They are looking for empathy and compassion. So here's a, a little advice. You, we got to set limits on technology, guys, because if you're dealing with someone who's Love language is words of affirmation. Nothing hurts a quality time person. I'm sorry, not, I didn't mean, I apologize if I was saying words of affirmation, quality time person. I'm sorry, I meant to say quality time person. They, 
there it's going to hurt that person so bad because they're here in this space where they're going to share something that they feel and that they feel that's really important. And when they look up and then they see that you're on your phone and you're half paying attention while trying to answer an email or whatever it is that you're doing, it's going to invalidate them. So we have to make a habit to put our phone away at dinner or during coffee break or when we're talking, more specifically when we're interacting with them, to not have any distractions because this is they're, they're all about quality time. Now, here's the thing. We have to focus on the quality, not the quantity. Because when it comes to quality time, it's not about the amount of time you spend together, but instead it's the quality time of the interaction that counts. And with so much going on in everybody's lives, craving, carving a few minutes for that meaningful, uninterrupted conversation can be a wonderful way to show a person you love that you, you love them that you care. The key is that you take the time to enjoy one another's company. That's the most important thing. And even if just sitting in the couch, enjoying a cup of coffee before work, that is how these people operate. They just want to have that quality time uninterrupted. And remember, it's not about the quantity of time you spend together, but rather the quality. So make a plan. It never hurts to be spontaneous. Plan to do something together can be just as fun as exciting as last minute dinner or movies, especially if it's quality time here. Because we're dealing with the quality time person. Um, it doesn't matter uh, like what you do, but just plan something different and you know try try new things. Try a new restaurant in town, schedule a bike ride on Saturday mornings or Sunday morning, I apologize. Uh you, you guys get it. We have to understand that we have to be present and available. When your partner is feeling insecure or going through a tough time and you that you can, they want to know that you can really show you care by simply just being there and spending time, quality time with them. Because even though you won't be able to take all the, you won't be able to, you know, be fully there per se, but just showing that you're able to demonstrate that you are present and available with them is all. And you have to stay in the moment. And staying in the moment is one of those things that it's, it can be hard for people, especially if you're primary. Let's say, remember, you have to stay in the moment because primary the love language of people who whose primary love language is quality time, they never lose sight of the fact that time is limited and tomorrow is not promised. They know that. And as a result, they view time really, really, it, it's, it's a priceless gift. Um, I would avoid, there's a couple of mistakes that you guys don't complain about time you spend together with these people. Resist the urge to do something else while your partner is talking. Don't view your quality time partner as being needy because they're not being needy. This is just their love language. And keep your technology, like I said, away from it, Okay. Listen, when it comes to love languages, the quality time, most people assume it's it means spending a lot of time together or going out a lot. But if that were the case, trying to show your partner you care through quality time could get exhausting and expensive. But listen, loving a partner who craves quality time actually has a very very little to do with the amount of time you are together. It's not it's not it's not based on that. Quality time is all about how you spend the time that you have together, no matter what you're doing. 
if you are attentive and focused, your partner will feel loved. All right, up next is acts of service. If your love language is acts of service, that means you value your partner that goes out of their way to make your life easier. And this is like things like bringing the, the soup when you're sick, making coffee in the morning, or picking up the dry cleaners for you. This, what I want is, bottom line is this love language is for people who believe that actions speak louder than words. That is the key thing here. Acts of service means actions speak louder than words. And it's not what we assume actions speak louder than words. There's more to it. Okay, so the acts of service language, okay? I would describe it more as like doing something for your partner that you know they would like, such as, I don't know, filling up the gas tank, watering the plants, cooking the meal, feeding the dog. Okay, let's say you, you, have, you have a partner, okay? And you've identified that your partner prefers acts of service. You're one step closer to making your partner feel loved. And assuming you love your partner, you should want to make them feel this way. Whether it's in your nature to give acts of service or not, this is one of, not hard, but it's, 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 it's definitely requires a lot of energy. But it, shouldn't, it should never ever feel as a burden, okay? Because when you give acts of service, you're giving up your time, okay? This nonverbal form of love can be time-consuming and exhausting. We get that. But it's what you, it's, but it's it's what your partner needs then it's it's worth it's worth the effort okay so when it comes to performing acts of love here are four things that you need to pay attention okay so pay attention to the small things when your partner wants to do uh wants to do what they want to do on the next trip for example how much sugar your partner adds to their coffee in the morning and coffee or what time your partner's favorite show is on. Take note of that if you can't remember because these are the things that they really, really, it's all about acts of service. And considering the things your partner doesn't enjoy, if your partner complains about talking, taking out the trash, let's say, or or, or, or talking about, uh, you know, hey, why don't you like, you know, um, I don't know, like, something that people talk about all the time, like uh, phone, there you go, like talking about the phone, because I had a brain fart right there, uh, about the phone, like like being on the phone, like these are the things that we need to pay attention because it's also part of their language that they're speaking. Their acts of service are asking you to do this. But we have to, we, this is one the thing, focus on the acts that are easy for you to accommodate into your schedule. It's very important especially for people who are busy, pay attention to your partner's calendar each week. See if you can add in acts of services for these people because these people, it's all about actions speak louder than words. And listen, acts of service can is very, very beneficial for every relationship. It's a for every healthy relationship. And according to a 2016 study conducted by the Pew Research Center, more I think it was like more than half of married uh, couples and I'm just throwing this out there just to show uh, why it's important. They believe that sharing housework, remember taking responsibility, actions speak louder in, word, uh, louder in words, sharing housework was a major importance in, the, in a successful marriage. Whether that's part of your love language or not, it's important to make sure that you and your partner are both satisfied with how much work you do around in the relationship, in the house, in the apartment, etc. And here's the thing. 
if you prefer to receive acts of service above all other languages, then it's important to tell your partner this. This goes out to my acts of service people. Just make sure that you are kind and patient because as you ask for things that you want, the acts of service aren't always easy to do. And you shouldn't assume that your partner will do everything you ask them simply because you prefer acts of service. Many times, actually, acts of service can be a difficult love language to implement because it requires so much time, as I mentioned earlier. And it, it's it, time and, and preparation. And maybe your partner, let's say, is too busy and they can't focus on any acts. And maybe your partner, I don't know, comes home late or they just, it, it's, it's very time consuming. But try to cherish these efforts. Recognizing that your partner's likely loves you even if they can't perform acts of services that day or the week it's 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 very important to to cherish these efforts now understanding our partner's love language if you prefer quality time but your partner keeps focusing on acts of service then you may feel slight you might you might feel like your partner spends you, you, there might you might you might you may feel slightly Okay, like that they're not like understanding you. Um, because for for example, let's say your you, your your partner is spending time cleaning the car instead of giving you undivided attention. We got to make sure that our partners or you know are up that we're upfront about what your preference, meaning like, are and we have to find a way to make it work because it can't there can't be a disconnect. It has to, there has to be, we have to achieve that mutually desired result. If your partner likes it when you cook, for example, maybe you can start by preparing a weekly breakfast for them. The whole thing is to find a common ground to communicate effectively, whichever love language is. And here's the thing too, if you, you don't have to speak the same love language to have a lasting, fulfilled, fulfilling relationship. You just have to know how to communicate your needs with your partner, whether those may be whatever they may be, because communication is key component in every healthy relationship. We all know this. We hear this all the time. And it's especially important. If you wish to achieve a long lasting relationship with that significant other, then we have to understand this. All right. So the next one is gifts, which is pretty straightforward. It's pretty straightforward. Love language. Actually, you feel love when people give you visual symbols of love. This is what uh, uh, Gary Chapman calls it. However, it's not about monetary value, but the symbolic thought behind the love item, behind the item. Uh, uh, so people with this type of style, they recognize the value, the gift giving process, the carefully reflection, the deliberation, the deliberate choosing of the object to, that it, what, that, to represent the relationship and the emotional benefit from receiving the present. People whose love language is receiving gifts enjoy being gifted something that is both physical and meaningful. This is what's very important here. Um, the key is to give meaningful things that matter to them and reflect their value. Not necessarily ours, but their value. And yes, we've all seen it on TV media this is one the gift giving and receiving is just one love language that i feel like it's uh how can it's arguably probably the most uh misconstrued love language because we 
see, we think gift giving, oh, the greedy person, the, the gold digger, it can be seen that way, but it's, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that, okay? Because it, it's the true meaning of the gift giving. It's not about the extravagance. It's the sentiment. A person with this love language might cherish the gift, however small, more than someone who speaks a different love language. Every time they see it, it serves as a reminder that they are loved. Examples of how someone with this love language might express their love is sending their partner flowers, even when it's not even a special occasion, buying their partner's favorite snack food while they go to the grocery store, getting their partner tickets to see their favorite musician, going, you know, giving their partner gift certificates to the restaurant, having coffee or lunch delivered to their partner, leaving small gifts. We have to understand that we often speak love languages to our partners that we ourselves want to receive, right? Meaning that if your partner buys you an album two days after you talk to them, just giving you an example here about an album that you're like, how much about an artist that you love so much and they get it to you. This is, it's the thought behind it. It has nothing to do with the, the item, the physical item. It's, 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 it's their love language of gift giving Another good way to to know if your partner's love language is gift giving is by just seeing how people react. The person that whose love language is gift giving is they, they they get excited when they receive something, and 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 here's the thing too. If speaking of gift, the gift if the gift if the gift love language doesn't come naturally to you, I'm just saying this, and it, this is your partner's love language. It's important to try to start learning it. Because, how can I explain it? It's just like, for example, just like you put a filter on Instagram posts, we got to look at things in our daily life through the lens of the gift giver. So if you pass a bakery on the way home from work, look through it through the eyes of, is my partner really going to feel loved if I bring him this cupcake? And they don't have to be big purchases. And they don't have to be all the time. It's just the little reminders that they're always in your mind. And it's that tangible evidence that proves it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize. I'm running a little over time. I'm gonna really gonna summarize the, 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 the next one, but bear with me. I'm gonna give me five more minutes and we'll wrap this up. I apologize. Look, folks, I, I and I just wanna say this, like. The majority of us have one or two dominant love languages, okay? Each of us technically speak all the love languages to some degree. But it's ideal that we speak all it's very it's great idea to that we have to understand to speak all five languages in, in with our romantic partners because physical affection, quality time, acts of service, kinds uh, kind words and gifts it, it just makes it, there are other dimensions to the relationship. And it just enhances things. But let's move on. All right, the next one is physical touch. And people with physical touch as their love language feel love when they receive physical signs of affection. That that could be kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and sex. Physical in intimacy and touch can be incredibly affirming as it serves a very powerful emotional connector. We all know that. But... The root goes back to childhood because these people, they felt a deep connection 
and love by their parents when they were held, kissed, and touched. So people who communicate with, uh, with, with this type of language, okay, they are all about physical touch. And, I, and it can be non-intimate. Just keep that in mind. And it's not all about sex, guys. Ladies, folks, everybody in between, okay? It's, 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 it's an important aspect. Just we have to understand that it's, it's not about sex. Although sex is an important aspect of, of, of relationships, okay? But if you're like, it, it, it's just, we have to, sexual expression of love are used in most romantic relationships. We all know this, okay? We, we know this. But if you and your partner, let's say, are waiting to have sex, then that necessarily sex is not that main connector. So what I'm trying to say is, is that I want everybody to understand that um, physical touch, love language, does not have to be intimate intimacy, okay? There's other ways of it. And you can show intimacy through touch. Despite what we may have learned in romantic uh, rom-coms, okay, Sex isn't everything in a relationship. Yes, it's important, but it's not important because some people are not having sex. And uh, for people whose love language is uh, physical touch, kissing is one way, holding hands, cuddling, skin-to-skin touch. One of the benefits of, of, of being in a relationship with someone whose love language is physical touch is you can express love without even having to speak. That is the most important thing to hear. Without even having to do the dishes, without going to out to go buy a gift, physical touch is one of the most and easiest ways to just be intimate with our partners. And even, even though it's physical, it, it can create an emotional intimacy. And it doesn't have to be a sexual intimacy. It's an emotional intimacy. And there's different ways of showing that. You can non-intimate touches can be rubbing your partner's back, setting aside, you know, sitting just side by side, tickling them. And um we have to understand this because people tend to express affection in the ways in which they themselves respond. So if your partner con- uh, consistently shows love through physical touch, as 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 what I was as mentioned, chances are that chances are that uh, this is their love language, and it's ver- and they're all about just uh, uh, that physicalness. Remember, it has it has nothing to do with sex. Physical, it can be a hug, a touch just a pat on the back. Um, Because remember, romantic relationships often require physical touch to thrive. And sex is is not the only way to show your partner how much you love them. You can wrap your arms around their, their their waist in the kitchen or hold their hands while watching a movie in the living room or, or kissing their cheek in the morning right before work. I mean, these are all the simplest acts of love. And the, these are the most in, in, impactful, especially when it comes to physical touch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. I've gone through the five love languages. Listen, like I said, we all, we just have to understand how to speak these languages because we have to be in tune. It's so important to be in tune. Uh, So we can be badasses when we go out there, especially if you're dating. If you can like know these love languages, you'll be amazing. And it's just great to understand how other people communicate because then it just makes things much easier in the relationship. Right, ladies and gentlemen, that's all for today. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email us at whiskeysextalk at icloud.com.
iCloud.com. That's whiskey sex talk at iCloud.com. Till next time. <laughs>